everyone, and welcome to Early Childhood Chatter with Dr. Shipley and Dr. Hill. And as always, we will be uploading a new episode every other week on Wednesdays. Twice a month, we'll come to you with a 10-minute professional development with new ideas for you to try. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. Today, we are so excited to have with us Diane Salazar. Diane currently serves as principal of Faith North Early Childhood Learning Center for the Phoenix Elementary School District. Faith North ECLC provides developmentally appropriate play experience instruction in a nurturing child-centered environment. Diane also serves as the Vice President of Membership and Communications for the Arizona Association for the Education of Young Children. Diane, welcome and thank you for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Diane, we're so super excited. And when you turned in what you were going to present today, I was like, oh, yes, I'm so glad somebody's going to talk about this. So the title of your session is A Screen-Free Summer, which is vital for all of us to understand, whether you be a child or a parent or just anyone. I think families will really appreciate this right now because it is going to be summertime. So um, why did you choose this topic? Why is it important to you? So being the, the principal here at Faith North, I recognize that summer is a, can be a wonderful time for children, for families, but it can also have its challenges. Um, you know, childcare can be an issue for families. Inflation is an issue for families. I know um, the change in routine can be difficult. And there in the background is the accessibility we have with devices and phones and tablets. And so when we're thinking about these conditions, we really want to focus on the relationships and the routines that will help the families to have, have the, the most opportunities for interactions and for relationship building during the summertime. Um, changes in routines and... Um, can really impact students and how they learn. And so we just, I just wanted to give parents some ideas of how they can um, interact in an easy way with their children that doesn't cost a lot of money um, and, and can be implemented in, in a matter of minutes. Love it. I want to know more about this. Dr. Shipley, how about you? Yes, definitely. Tell us about it. Tell us exactly how families can do exactly what you're saying. So one of the things we need to be thinking about when we think about working with our, 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 our littles, as we call them, our zero to eight-year-olds, um, is what's appropriate for them in their development and where they are in their development. And we hear the term developmentally appropriate practice um, this is a whole field of study. Um, obviously, we would need a lot more time to get in depth with it. But I wanted to share, in a nutshell, the best that I could, what is developmentally appropriate? I know as a parent, um, I was an educator. My husband is an educator as well. When I had my children, they're now, you know, adults. But when I had my children, even as an educator, I wasn't quite sure what was always developmentally appropriate for, for my kids. And so what we need to be thinking about with our children is just really watching what are, what are our children attempting to do? What are they able to do? That is going to be unique to each child. It is 
you know, where they are developmentally. So watching your child, offering materials to explore, and and the good old, um, the, the best strategy, as far as I know, is really that good old show and tell. You know, taking time to show our children what we're doing and talking about it as we do it. Um, really providing a lot of language to our children and, and just talking um, just as you would to, to anyone and explaining what you're doing, thinking about how, do, you know, how do young children learn? You know, when a child's learning to talk, they don't just start talking. They need to see the talking modeled. And so thinking about that in all aspects of what we do during the day, just our regular day to day. I do it first, and then we can do it together. You can help me, and then you can do it on your own eventually. And just keeping that in mind, exploration, the show and tell, and the I do, we do, you do, can really make, make everyday experiences developmentally appropriate for children. I love that. I know that it's so easy to give a child some sort of technology. Um, it's an easy way for parents to be able to work. It's an easy way for parents to be able to clean the house or um, make supper just to do something. So do you have activities that you give your families or um, daycare providers or a child care provider that might be coming to the house in the summer to watch child, a child. Is there anything that you can say, do this with your child? We know swimming's great, playing outside's great, but do you give any tips and tricks to your families that you work with since you're the leader of the school? Absolutely. I think the first and most important thing is to consider the routines of your mm-hmm. day. The more routines you have in place, the more your child will be able to engage joyfully in the other activities that you plan for them. And, you know, I want people to know that developmentally appropriate activities do not need to be bought at a store. Um, They do not necessarily need materials. It can be things that you have right there in your house. Um, we, we don't need to have anything fancy right. um, to be engaging with our children. It really becomes about how do we engage them in what we are already doing. So we have routines are paramount. They can save a lot of, of um, dysregulation for children. You know, children who are out of routine sometimes can can um, be feel anxious and and not know what's coming next. We always want the children, our children, to know what's coming next, and those routines help promote that. That, in and of itself, is the most, in my mind, the most important thing um, to to having our children engage joyfully with us. Then we think about our daily activities. We can think about cooking, cleaning, dishes, laundry. Obviously, depending on the age of your child, you know, it may be more show and tell than them actually doing it with us. But having them near and talking to them about what we're doing when we're doing it, um, almost narrating what you're doing. And it, and it can be, it can be um, you know, it's something that you have to really think about and practice. It's very easy to just go into um, getting it done mode. Um, rather than really narrating what you're doing. For example, um, you know, 
today we're going, we're going to make pancakes. What do I need to make pancakes? Just that think aloud. What do I need to make pancakes? I need the pancake mix. And then I'm going to grab the milk and I need two eggs. Let's count the eggs together. One, two. Basic things that you can just talk to your child about what you're doing, show and tell. Show them what you're doing, tell them what you're doing. Right. And then thinking about optimizing the times. You know, when I was, uh, when I was a new mom, we spent a lot of time in the car and thinking about things that you can do in the car that are interactive, um, especially if you have road trips um, and what's going on, you know, listening to um, age appropriate music, um, sing alongs, things that they can play over and over that you can enjoy and they can enjoy. Um, <clears throat> thinking about I spy activities and, but really using language. We played a game um, when my kids were uh, little and we actually still play it. Um, I'm thinking of a creature and we would describe the creature and they would have to guess. And then we would take turns. Eventually they were describing the creatures and it became very elaborate over time, but it was something that we did in the car together. Um, thinking about your your regular activities, going to the grocery store, you know, what can you have the child do besides plugging into a phone? Um, right. Because really it takes them away from the rich learning environment that our everyday world presents to us. You know, thinking about, um, you know, going outside for a walk in the morning can really, you know, collecting rocks, looking at leaves, looking at flowers, looking at insects, um, thinking about those uh, free uh, or nearly free opportunities they have with our public institutions, like our libraries. You know, our libraries offer cultural passes where we can go to a museum um, without cost or low cost. Um, just thinking about things that we have already in in our homes, um, things that we can do inexpensively, you know, hit up the splash pads. Um, and that really, you know, that can be a parent doing that, but it can also be a caregiver um, doing those things with your child. And that's, you know, there, there are so many different families and, and situations with childcare, but really thinking about how can you make things routine and optimize the time that you do have together. Cause I understand that as a working parent, you know, you may, the, the time that you may have may be in the car cooking dinner and bath and bed, and that may be it for the day. So how do we optimize those times and make them interactive with our kids? Love it. You know, and I think the fact that you, you, I hear the message that you've said throughout that we're not asking or we're not, you know, requiring anything additional. It really is such an integration in to the daily routine and utilizing and optimizing the time that we have with our children. I think that's so important. Um, you hit upon the caregiver aspect, and I think that's really crucial. Also, we have educators um, in our in, in our listening audience. We have caregivers. Um, what is a way that families and educators can kind of come to that common vision um, with this for the future? It's a great question. Uh, I, you know, I think it really comes down to communication. Yeah. I know as I was working, it really, <laughs> yeah. it was more about my routine sure. and what I needed to do. And it really became about, um, you know, I, I'm going to get the kids over to the babysitter and then I'm going to go here, there, you know, and really 
taking time. I think the best thing that that parents and caregivers can do is take time to talk. Mm-hmm. What does the caregiver see your child doing? What are what interests have been expressed? You know, what is the routine that they've developed over the course of the day? And you know, sometimes routines are easy. Sometimes routines are difficult with changing work schedules. Um, but really thinking about how you chunk your time. But but having parents talk with the caregiver. I mean, at least once a week, I would say, you know, checking in, how's, how's it going? You know, are you noticing any, any concerns or behaviors that, you know, because that information can then inform the parent to what maybe the, the, the caregiver could do to help with the parent's knowledge of the child, the caregiver's knowledge of the child. How do we come together and make sure that the child is engaged in joyful, playful activities throughout the day? Not all day, but throughout the day. Right. I love it. Okay. So as we leave, what are three takeaways that you want our listeners to remember? Watch your children what are they doing and what are they attempting to do? Think about your, how you can engage your child in your everyday activities. And then think about how you can, you can engage your caregiver in, in providing those joyful, playful activities for your, for your children. But all of it, all of that rooted in routines. So just thinking about the routines of the day and, and making it predictable for our children. Yeah, Diane, that's so important. We, we, we can have this joyful relationship with our children and we can increase that learning with all the strategies that you gave us. And I'm excited. All right. Give us one challenge as we wind down our session. So I challenge anyone to try or to really be intentional with one of these activities, be it a daily activity, um, routines, thinking about outdoor adventures, be them in the backyard and try it, do something you wouldn't normally do. And then post on our link, uh, comment on our link um, so that we can share what everybody is, is doing with their children. Thank you so much, Diane. We appreciate you and we hope to have you back on and we hope you have a great summer. Absolutely. To you too. Enjoy your children if you have them um, and just enjoy the time, a little bit of downtime we might get. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you.